This podcast is intended solely for educational purposes and presents information of a general nature. It is not intended to guide or determine any specific individual situation and persons should consult qualified professionals before taking specific action. The views expressed in this podcast are those of the speakers and not those of Milliman. Hello, and welcome to Critical Point, brought to you by Milliman. I'm Rebecca Driscoll, and I'll be your host today. In this episode of Critical Point, we're going to be talking about trucking, and more specifically, trucking insurance, and how technology can improve the insurance process for both companies and consumers as well. Joining us today are Christine Fleming and Nina Plale, two of Milliman's auto claims management experts, who are here to speak to us about trucking insurance. Christine and Nina, welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Rebecca. How are you? Good. Good morning. Hello. How are you guys? Doing well, thanks. In from uh, Boston or the Northeast? Flew in from Boston this morning. Despite the rain. Despite the rain. Yeah. Lucky me, I come from Florida. (laughs) That is way better, actually. (laughs) Despite the rain. (laughs) Despite the rain. (laughs) Well, I just wanted to, we're just going to jump right into it. Um, So for our listeners who may not know, we're talking about trucking and trucking insurance. What actually constitutes a trucking company? What is a trucking company? That's actually a really good question. It's not always so obvious. People tend to think of trucks as big tanker trucks on the highway that don't really relate directly to their lives. Trucking, though, is basically anything that delivers something other than the United States Post Office. And with the growth of online shopping, I think we're all used to ordering things online like a pair of pants or a kitchen gadget and getting it delivered to our front doors. Um, the vehicle used to do that delivery would be trucking. Great. Cool. So, uh, you know, some company sends a box of clothes to your door. That's a trucking company was probably used to get there. Absolutely. How are these trucking companies insured? So with trucking companies, um, they can either go out into the market, the insurance market, and buy insurance from a an insurance company, we know a few of them, Progressive, Geico, State Farm, you know, like a good neighbor, or they can self-insure. If they're a large trucking company, um, they can set aside money to self-insure accidents that come in that they need to handle and resolve. And I think an important distinction is that when a trucking company is insured by a carrier, a lot of times they have access to that carrier's expertise. Sometimes trucking companies elect to self-insure or have a very high deductible and handle their own claims. And those two scenarios can present very different outcomes. The insurance carriers are very on top of the game, so to speak, especially the insure tech piece of it. Over the last five to ten years, there have been great gains in technology that have greatly improved efficiencies and reduced costs so that a carrier is actually in a better position to wind up settling a claim for a lower possible amount at the end. Sometimes a trucking company, while they're great at trucking and probably fairly good at handling their claims, since claims is not their core business, a lot of times they lose out on being able to take advantage of new technologies. And as a result, they could end up accidentally paying more for claims and eventually affecting their bottom line. Because they're a trucking company, they're not an insurance company. So 
they do trucking really well, but they may need a little help with the insurance. Yeah, absolutely. Like That's I'm exactly sure right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you wouldn't want uh, Geico to be delivering your pants that you buy on eBay. They may not get there very fast. <laughs> um, likewise, trucking companies are probably excellent at what they do delivery-wise, but not necessarily claims experts. Well, and that kind of leads into the next question, which are not just what kind of claims are companies facing, but what uh, what should companies know about their insurance claims? Well, there are basically two types of claims, generally speaking, that come in related to trucking companies and, and, and trucking accidents. One would involve property damage, damage to vehicles, and the other would involve injury to a person. And unfortunately, like we said before, that can happen. Sometimes, despite best efforts to avoid accidents, people can get injured in accidents involving trucks. Those are the two basic categories. Wouldn't you say, Nina, property damage and bodily injury? Absolutely. And they're each handled a little bit differently. Maybe you want to go into a little bit more on that? Sure. So typically in in every accident, there's going to be a couple of vehicles that are damaged. So while these claims are not as high in dollar amounts as a bodily injury claim can be, they're much higher in frequency. So trucking companies handle very many property damage claims. That is an area where the InsurTech uh, advances have changed the industry entirely. And I think that's a really important point. Forgive me for interrupting, but I think it's a really important point because even though there are a lot of property damage claims relative to injury claims, thankfully, I think we can all agree, even though there are a lot of them, they tend to be lower dollar amounts, again, relative to an injury claim. And so trucking companies tend to not necessarily overlook them, but they think of them somehow as less significant. It's only a $500, you know, auto damage claim, or it's only a $1,000 auto damage claim. Um, And companies also tend to think of them as actual numbers. You know, the estimate is what it is, and we just have to pay it. You know, we we just have to hold our nose and pay it. When in fact... Um, across all the claims, you know, even the smallest dollar amount savings on any one claim is going to add up to tremendous savings over a large population of claims. So any amount of, of money that you can pay that's less and achieve the same customer satisfaction and you know, in terms of repairing the car as before is going to be appreciated in terms of saving money on the bottom line. And further, it's um, absolutely not the case that the damage is the damage and it costs what it costs. There are various ways of getting estimates and redlining estimates and making sure that the estimates are fair and reasonable values um, to prevent trucking companies from overpaying on an auto dam claim. So it's, it's a really important component of claims handling to effectively and efficiently resolve you know, the, the property damage claims, as Nina was saying before. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have seen average property damage uh, claims, settlements, go from around $2,900 a piece to $2,200 a piece just by implementing a photoestimatic platform. So companies are able to apply technology to streamline the claims process. Let's talk about this for a sec. What did it look like before and how is it changing? Right. So traditionally, you know, year, years ago and up until pretty recently, um, the, the typical process would be for auto physical damage claim or property damage claim. The typical process would entail something like this. You get in an accident, 
you call your insurance company, an adjuster calls you back some hours or maybe even days later. They try to set up an appointment with you to send somebody out to inspect the car. You have to get your vehicle towed to an auto body shop. Sometimes it needs to be on an approved list. It's not always that easy to find. And some days, maybe even weeks later, you get an estimate and then you have to pay for that estimate, get reimbursed by your insurance company, at which time you return the rental vehicle and you can pick up your own car. Typically, it would involve a lot of paperwork, some phone calls back and forth, a lot of mm, involvement on the part of the claimant, as well as the insurance company and the various vendors that serve the insurance company or the trucking company. Um, property damage claims today and in the recent pa past, I'd say over the past five years in particular, Nina, that's really been booming in technology, saving us a lot of time and cutting out a lot of those steps. Yes, absolutely. Even from the simplest standpoint of saving, each day you save is going to be one less day you pay in rental expense, potentially one less day for a claimant to get lured into the plaintiff attorney situation, TV commercials, billboards, and so on. So what we can do now actually is we can intercept the loss notification as soon as it comes in to the loss unit and run it through a digital estimating platform instantly that will uh, send a link to do the photo estimate to the accident scene if it's not a serious accident or to the claimant if it is a serious accident. You, we don't want to be making someone take photos of their vehicle if they're bleeding or need to go to the hospital but the majority of cases are lower impact so we can do that then so we're at the point now where we can take an auto damage estimate or auto damage uh, component of a claim and resolve it in hours instead of days using technologies such as forwarding photo links that teach a claimant or uh, a uh, car owner how to walk around the car take pictures of the damage pictures of the odometer and the VIN plate and basically upload those to a desk appraiser who is trained to write an estimate and return a result possibly with a payment within hours. I mean, in the past, the industry felt like we were doing a good job by settling an auto damage estimate within 30 days. Now, with this new technology, we're looking at hours uh, and at the most days. So it's, it's, it's really a game changer. There's also sort of a standing, non-written insurance rule that uh, the faster you resolve someone's auto damage claim, the less likely they're going to make an injury claim. People in this country seem enamored with their cars. And if we don't do the right thing very quickly with their car and get it back on the road, they get angry with us, and then they go to an attorney, and then the attorney sends them to a doctor, and then we're paying a lot more money for this claim. Um, on the injury side, we can also intercept that potential injury as soon as the loss comes in the door by working with the first notice of loss unit and get it to a fast track unit and get it resolved. Um, even if it is a serious injury that is not eligible for fast track, because fast track we're looking at lower G-forces, uh, and we can actually take those either from the loss unit or to be even more robust from a telematic device that we can insert in the vehicle that'll automatically notify us, make it even a little faster yet. So like in the trucking, in, in the truck itself, there might be a telematics device that yes. sort of like can talk about the speed the truck was going, anything else, any the other speed, data. The speed, the G-force, the location, 
Um, we do video telematics where we actually, within 60 seconds of the loss, will have a video of the actual accident occurring on the roadway as well as a video of the driver driving the truck. So in a sense, we have an instant liability determination. We can also defend the drivers very well with these videos because the world seems to think trucking companies are always at fault for accidents. Many times they're not. But then it becomes word against word. So instead of word against word, we actually have a video of the accident. So getting back to the injury piece, by using these pieces of technology to quickly determine liability, we can jump on an injury claim immediately and resolve it before it sticks around and becomes you know, a litigated claim that you may be looking at in trial you know, three or four years down the road. So it sort of sounds like a win-win in that the claimant is having their claim um, satisfied or solved right on the spot. But also for the trucking company, you don't have this long-tailed exactly. cost that yeah. may jump out of nowhere six months down the line. That, that's absolutely right. It is a win-win. I mean, it, it, I think it's an obvious win for the claimant, the person who's bringing the claim. Um, they want as early a resolution as possible. They want the payment for the car, you know, which which one of us hasn't experienced some sort of damage on their car, unfortunately, and, the, and it's the worst thing to have your car in a garage and you're in a rental, and so early resolution of that is always nice for the claimant. Um, and same principles apply to the bodily injury. But it's also the, the best result for the trucking company or the insurance company as well because the longer a claim remains open – Generally speaking, the more expensive it will get, the more waste, I would say, in terms of dollars spent on the claim is expended, um, which is something that across the board we want to try to avoid. So early resolution definitely works very, very well for both, both sides. Significant savings in terms of bottom line dollars spent and expenses. So we have seen on the property damage side between 20 and 30 percent savings overall on on the indemnity which is basically what you pay to repair the car and 30 to 50 percent on the expense side which is basically the service for that uh, virtual platform is much less expensive than for a typical appraiser to go out um, on the injury side that the most significant thing we're seeing is a lower average payment because more of the claims payments now are lower because of that fast track process. But we're also seeing over a 30% reduction in litigation volume 12 months down the road. So very, very, very significant dollar savings. Well, Nina, Christine, thank you for joining us. You're welcome. It was our pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Rebecca. You've been listening to Critical Point, presented by Milliman. To listen to other episodes of our podcast, visit us at milliman.com or you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. We'll see you next time.